This is a Superior Living Sensei broadcast. This is The Sensei. So we're doing a little bit of a rebrand. Again, not here, don't worry. Right here is exactly as it is. The download to the Destroyer to myself at 3.33 on a Sunday, many moons back. The Superior Living Sensei broadcast. But what we're doing is uh, with my other social platforms, I'm just I'm keeping it uniform and making it all about meditation because right now there's just a huge demand, uh, especially for video and or by phone meditation during these challenging times. Uh, but this podcast will be about, you know, that of course this will have mindfulness infused throughout. Um, the ability to come on here and speak with you all is a gift that I'm graced with in that I get to practice speaking and that is incredibly helpful for my students of meditation uh, in that I can move my cadence faster like I am right now or slow it back down for the meditation practice and all of it is channeling anyway so it's no preparation it's just whatever is um, my pineal gland is picking up from the universe this uh, will be my forum for our forum, should I say, including the uh, the destroyer here, the executive producer of the Superior Living Sensei broadcast for the things that we're super interested in right now. Um, of course, in, infused with mindfulness, but that's what that's what is the carnivore way of eating, okay, or some sort of steak-based <laughs> diet. Um, and how that and how optimal nutrition really can change your life in dramatically uh, the elimination of plant toxins and all kinds of th- stuff that we think is benign if you just give yourself the opportunity to remove them for a week you'll see that they're not very benign and then also relationships um, just very powerful and timely and there's a way that we're going to weave in Everything eventually is going to come all together. So meditation, carnivore, uh, relationships, therapeutic aspects, uh, not doing personal development. Really because personal development can be a trap, like we discussed in some previous podcasts. And that you just get on this hamster wheel and it never ends. Uh, So while we do want to be continuously improving, and while we do like the idea of getting a little bit better every day at stuff. Uh, the the end game for us at this point is still deconstruction. It's still about you know what could we what could we eliminate? You know what behavioral patterns, what childhood trauma, what unknown unknowns are controlling us? Can we search for, find and eliminate? And that's going to be the the gist of this broadcast we're we're doing all kinds of new interesting things here um, we're gonna go meet with a therapist for a while just to go a little bit deeper into the some of the traumas that we've uncovered uh, we've never done that before um, we've we're we're excited for it we're interested to see what color that she can add um, she's highly recommended so we'll let you know how that goes should be interesting should be fun or or, or grueling but fun and, and fun to report on and we'll do that here um and 
that's it. So we're just giving you a little bit of an update. For social platforms, we're probably going to have to f- figure out because we changed Sensei America, which had you know, the most followers of the different Instagram accounts we had. We changed it to Brian Gallo, Brian L. Gallo, uh, just to keep it uniform for the meditation, uh, which we're going to go and push out on hard, even though you, know, you have to listen to the market. And we've always, you know, we've learned that before we learned about meditations. You, you have to listen to what the market is telling you because the market is right. And, you know, while we, on our eighth year of teaching meditation, we were, you know, beginning to like lose interest. But we, we think that these last three years, we'll probably, we'll probably wrap it up at year 10. These last two and a half, three years are going to be where all the, the, uh, the action is in this world, especially for video content. So just to keep everything uniform, Brian Algallo, Facebook, Instagram, um, which is the same company, and provide incredible tools to uh, move your product. You know, for everything that I, for all the the negativity that that is and rightfully so around these platforms uh, for your business, it's uh, a no brainer. So, what do we want to speak of today? Okay, so yeah, this therapist that's going to be fascinating. Still in this process of uh, kind of like a grueling deconstruction, but the the real big lesson that we're learning and the reason that we think that we're moving away from this manic personal development world is that we're realizing it's all grace and not works. And this is like one of the first lessons of Christianity, but of course, you know, this is one we it just took us forever to still to this day even accept because we had always believed that it was just totally up to us. Like everything is totally up to us. And, you know, I think a little bit of that attitude is good in the beginning, right? Never asked for help, you know, just crawled our way from kind of the middle or the bottom, (laughs) probably more like the bottom looking around of society to somewhere resembling near the top. And, you know, there's a lot of ego and pride that comes with that. But there's also a lot of power, too, to believe that, you know, while you're young at least, that you did it, that you didn't get a lot of help. You know, of course, you're always getting help. No one does it alone. But for the most part, through just grinding it out, making mistakes, and really taking a lot of risk, taking all kinds of risk, and effing up and almost going bankrupt and being nearly $100,000 in debt, able to kind of like just get into the muck, get into the dirt and figure it out and pull ourselves up by our bootstraps, you know, that feels really good. And that gives, what it does though, is it gives you like this false sense of power and this false sense of confidence and this tremendous ego, a tremendous ego. And so... You know, you kind of look down on things like asking for help. You look down on going to therapy. You look down on like all these things that actually you need and you need it in a major way. And you build up this superstructure around yourself so you're never vulnerable, which is 
just incredibly weak looking back on it, but at the time it feels strong. And, you know, you need an event. You actually need an event. And, and so maybe that's what we'll talk about here is that that's why we're so big on, like, if you're not in a relationship, if you're not in an intimate relationship, then get in one. Just pick somebody and get in one because you'll get, you'll get your triggers and you might get your event. If you're, like, afraid to be in business, you know, if you're afraid to take a risk, then just, like, open up a stock trading account and buy some stocks. You, you got to start feeling things. You got to start putting yourself in a position to feel some, some suffering and some discomfort and pain. And, you know, meditation is amazing for, for dealing with those, with those life events. But if you're not doing anything in your life, then it, it, you're just not going to be teed up to feel things. And that's the only way you really learn. Like, there's just, there's just no way that we have this domino effect of learning that, we, that we've been, been having. Probably the greatest learning t- period of our, you know, since we were a kid, right? Since you learn how to walk, right? Probably the greatest learning period of our life the last three to four months. And how'd that happen? It happened with a breakup, you know? And so, um, like, it happened with, you know, with... with a breakup where I delusionally thought like this was it and and that kind of certainty that fake that that delusional certainty having that ripped from you having that superstructure destroyed and crushed amazing right I'd asked for it I asked it I said I asked for it dangerous prayers I said break me and if I knew what I was getting into I might not have asked for it but like like looking back on it now today I'm so grateful for it. Because now I'm like, I'm stronger. I'm strong. I'm definitely stronger than I was because it was fake. But there's all kinds of humility and there's all kinds of, uh, of things that I've, I've learned that you got to ask for help. And that it's all God's grace. So it's not work. It's not about personal development. It's about getting out of your own way and allowing the world to help you and God to work through you. So I'm reading this amazing book called Hosting the Presence. And it's just, it's all about that. It's about like getting out of your own way and allowing your higher power to come into you, to host it. You get to host it and you'll know you're hosting it because it'll feel really good and for you to pour it out. So it's like you receive it and you give it away service right so I'm gonna I'll do this podcast forever even if there's three people listening to it right because it's a way for me to to be of service I'm doing all these meditations uh, for free and then to be paid as well because it's a way for me to be of service it's a way for me to host the presence to be filled and then empty my cup fill my cup empty my cup here's the key if you don't empty your cup you stop being filled so it must flow through you. That's the key to, to grace, at least according to this book, and I believe it, is that you're filled, you empty. So it's letting go. It's always letting go, not holding on to, to, to stuff. And, you know, today was, was cool because I, I got to step back into the meditation world. Not that I ever left. 
Uh, I mean, I've been working with, I've actually been working with more clients in the past few months than I have in a long time in the meditation space. And I am infinitely blessed and graced to, to be able to do that uh, from, from a place of prosperity and abundance because my other businesses, really because of meditation, um, are robust without having to do much of anything. And I keep saying that, but I probably should stop saying that because I did a lot of work in those businesses for 10 years. And even the 10 years before that, learning just learning about business in general. So it's like 20 years of work, and now it's easy. So I'm going to stop saying that. I'm just going to say that it's, it's abundant, it's, it's all God's grace, and it's beautiful. And you know that's what I think that the superior living is about, just receiving, receiving, is just putting yourself in position to receive the the word the the energy the 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 feeling of presence presence of something else something that's bigger than than you and that, and that is love and and unity i read something today that said i think it was in that book that said there's only two emotions fear and love and it's real simple to know what you're in, what you're in. So like fear is like there's a bunch of there's a bunch of uh of of <laughs> of, of things that encompass fear. Like like anger is fear. Uh, I used to that used to be my fuel was anger. And I still get a little fiery. And I think it's okay if it's if it's tamed a little bit. Anxiety, that's fear. That's big time fear. Worry. Right? Guilt is even is even fear. Um Sadness, I think that's a little bit of fear also. And love is just like, love is great, right? And romantic love, though, the, the difference, though, is romantic love has a lot of fear in it. So romantic love, you're like oscillating back and forth between feeling love, fear of loss, fear of commitment, then in love again, it's very intoxicating, right? The most intoxicating drug is probably a combination of the two things, and that's romantic love. So fascinating times. Um, we're, we feel super blessed to, to, to be feeling a lot better than we have in a while, and to feel stronger, and super humbled, and the reality is that it's all grace. So all we're trying to do is you know do the things that that we've been blessed with the skills to do uh two things really that we've been we've been blessed with the the curiosity and the and the skill to get reasonably competent at the money game and the guiding people through meditation and of course uh, the money game seems to be taking care of itself, but the meditation game, we think that we could, we have a lot more to offer the world, and so that's that's what we're gonna we're gonna put the pedal to the metal in that world. For I, I, I can really I see that I see a ten year horizon, but but we've already done almost we're on our eighth year. We just finished seven years, so two or three more years in the meditation world. And then we're gonna just move on to something else. Now we're gonna keep those clients, those clients that we're working on. We have two male clients that we're working on superior 
the way of the superior man type stuff in their dating. Um, we do think, you know, even though we, we're still very much learning how to be in a long-term relationship that lasts more than three years, let's say, um, we're pretty good at the whole uh, attraction game and how that works. And the, the way to communicate and the way to get a date let's say, or to uh, just be attractive to women no matter what the environment is, no matter if you're in a lockdown state or if you're in a free state, if you uh, are online or you're you know, meeting people out and about. There's just, pretty, there's just simple principles. It's not even t- tactics. There's just simple principles, the way of the superior man, that if you can abide by most of the time, you're going to do very well for yourself. And so that's what this podcast is going to focus on. Um, we might even go back to the book again um, because it's just so darn good. We reread the game. Fantastic. Fantastic. Probably more, probably needed more today than it was back then and probably more powerful today than it was back then because we have moved so far to the weak man era that like if you're just remotely like just not a total beta male like if just if you're just like if you err just err slightly on the side of not being a beta male you're gonna do pretty well for yourself in today's environment and it sucks for women but the reality is that women are as equally responsible for the current situation as men are so we're not doing that here men we're keeping it superior the way the superior man we are um the game is basically the game is basically tactics tactics for appearing as though you are a superior man whereas the superior man is really about the inner work that makes you really that person that's why the for the most of the characters in the game they they might be able to take a woman home and sleep with her but they were done after that like like they were able to pick up on the women that were looking for a one night stand or pick up on super damaged women and you know get them to go home with them and sleep with them or even get in a relationship with them but like as soon as it got beyond like the tactics that they had learned they 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 had no inner strength and so they blew it out and that's why you know Neil was actually one of the few that actually had some some inner game because he already had a life he'd already been a successful writer so he was already a real person but he still was lacking in some of those skills and that's why he rewrote the uncomfortable book about relationships which is actually it's actually more informative but it's just a it's way more grueling to read than the game the game is really fun to read so read them both and maybe we'll talk about the game more next time but for now uh, we're going to wrap it up and just say thank you again for being here. We appreciate it. This is the Superior Living Sensei broadcast. This is the Sensei, and we will talk to you soon. Good night.